Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on allomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hi, I'm back. It's Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. We literally just fought over who was going to do the intro because I was so excited to be back on the mic. It's <laughs> a lame thing to I'm fight about. I'm back on the mic. Welcome back. I'm so excited Feeling to see good, you. Feeling good, looking in, look, I was say looking engaged, looking married. I have a married Feeling look. married. Honestly, I'm just really excited to hang out with you again. Oh, thank you. I, I have to tell you, I had such a blast at your wedding. I don't want to make our listeners jealous. <gasps> But it was fantastic. You're there was just... dancing. The food was baller. 
the the say the, the costumes. The costumes. Your what did you think about Your outfits costumes. were great. Like, oh and your dad was amazing. I loved meeting all your family. So I looked over at one point and I saw you talking to my dad, and I was like, God bless her. Good luck. <laughs> your we'll dad get, you know is what? like a big fat mascara fan. I love it. Of course he is. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit today. Actually, on the episode, I'm going to talk about my wedding makeup because I have. Oh yeah, we got to get to that. I'll let you know what happened. It all went down. Um, then we're going to talk about chads. I literally, when this story came out in New York Magazine about involuntarily celibate men and the plastic surgery they're getting, I was like, why don't we have an episode this week? Why am I getting married? I want to talk to Jess about this. So I know this, is, this about is, is such a deep dive article. And then what else are we talking about? Sensory inclusive hair salons, a trend that's growing um, and really interesting. Who is our guest? Oh, wow. I mean, this is a real a real crowd pleaser today. We've got Tiffany Masterson, the founder of Drunk Elephant in the Stewed, and she is here to, like, blow your mind on some ideas that maybe you have about her brand or about beauty. And or even she, her. Or even, Yeah, she was great. So stay tuned. So, Jen, I, I took a couple of shots from your wedding, and I put them on our fat mascara, with your permission, of course. I put one of myself at first, and then people were like, yeah, where, where's Jen? Where's the bride? <laughs> so I put some photos of you up on the um, the old fat mascara Insta story, but people wanted to know, like, did she do her own makeup? Like, what's she wearing? What's what's that that flick? Who did her hair? I couldn't really answer these things. I was also, like, dancing and having fun. You were on the dance floor till the very end. Actually, I think I left my wedding before you did. Is that right? <laughs> no, I don't we got, think so. No, I think we got, around the same time, though. We got pizza delivered, like, around midnight. Yes. So there was, like, pizza drop, and I stole a pizza pie. Me and Eric, like, snuck off into the night. Like, pizza like, rat? You, like, pizza rat? I it? was, like, Subway pizza rat at my own wedding. Wedding, scurrying <laughs> off into the night. That's really funny. So classy. What a classy image. Um, yeah, but actually, by the time this episode comes out, I'll have posted, I got photos back, so I'll put one on the gram of my hair and makeup. People, I took Patrick Ta's advice, my own advice, all your support there, and I did my own makeup. How about okay. that? Okay, mazel tov. How did so it look? It looked great. It looked beautiful. And your I, hair looked beautiful, too. I think that is the thing I'm most that's fascinated funny. by. After, I, after people heard about this, a bunch of women said to me, you know what? I feel like I could do my own makeup because who knows your face better than you? True. But hair, you have to reach behind your head. Yeah. It takes a lot more like arm coordination in a way for a lot of women. Well, for I think for everyone, even like hairstylists, you, you can't. It's more of a physical like. It's the it's, angle. It's you it's can't get behind your your hair. Yeah, I think if I had a, for example, your hair, you did that really cool Priscilla, like half up with a little bit of a tease. Yeah, someone on the did top. that for me. Yeah, like that takes skill. I just wanted to look like rock and roll princess with big wavy <laughs> hair. So it was just like the bigger the better, yeah. the messier the better, and. So I just went with that. I think it was any other look I was going for or like a Garen coif. Forget <laughs> about it. Are you kidding me? Um, so for my hair, yeah, I just I um, I waved it with a curling iron and I threw in a ton of Orbe dry texturizing spray mm. at the roots. And then it gets real, real big. And I rubbed um, Bumble and Bumble Brilliantine. Yeah, oh, that's a good between one. Between my hands. And I used that to like piece out the ends. Which, that was it. What kind of curling iron do you like to use? Do you use um, like a barrel? A one-inch barrel. I use Hot Tools, which is like the cheapest one there is. Okay. Um, and I like, do I wrap it around and leave the end out? I like, but I, you know what? Actually, I have a little bit of a technique for my twist. I don't just wrap. Someone... I forget some musician. I watched a YouTube video. I wrap once, then I take the curling out iron out and put it back in and wrap again. You know what? I should what? do it on the. I'll do it on the gram. It's yeah. hard to explain. But so that was my hair. 
wrap once and then you then you take it out like then you slide then it out slide it out and then at at the base of where the curl was i put it in again and wrap again and basically what it does instead of a, like a standard spiral staircase kind of curl it makes it like a little bit off kilter and it looks oh much that's more interesting nasty. but you definitely need to do a video because i think i know what you mean but i'm not entirely sure and if you look at the picture like it doesn't look like pageant waves even though it no. basically is as easy as doing pageant waves it takes more time though well, so it looked I'll awesome. It. I'll do it for you guys. So let's get to the makeup. Let's do the makeup. Okay, so let's start with like, okay, you've got a bare face. You've just stepped out of the shower. What's I happening? I actually don't think I just stepped out of the shower. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I put on that new D. Did I do a primer? I did do a primer. Dior's Not to new- prime is a crime. Dior backstage primer. Normally I do sunscreen. I did no sunscreen because I was worried about flashback. Mm-hmm. Did not use concealer at all. Wow. Thank you, Fraxel. Thank you, <laughs> Heidi Waldorf and all your injectables and Botox. Um, a little bit of Dior Nude Air Serum Foundation. Some Milk Makeup Work. Their lip and cheek thing. Okay. It's like a cream blush in the most beautiful rosy color. Uh-huh. Some Bobbi Brown Gel Eyeliner and Caviar. Okay. Is that your, the one that you normally use? No, because I never it was use really it. really good. Who was it that one of our guests said, if you really want it to be waterproof, you can't do... Oh, Sir John told me, I saw him recently, that the... I usually use like a felt tip eyeliner. Oh, yeah. That's And not he's like, last. it's not going to last. So I used a gel eyeliner. Okay. And did you brush. use the brush that she... That yes. Comes that with? teeny tiny stubby little brush yeah. between the lash line. Okay. And then, um, but you dragged it out a little bit, right? Did I? I don't think so. I thought that was a little. Uh, you know what I did the day before at the courthouse, and it looked a little too drag, like literally like <laughs> drag queeny for me. So I, I kept it chill. And then um, some shadows. They might have been Kevin Aquan. And then I finished it off with what a kind little... of shadows? We need specifics. Here, I don't Jen. do a lot of shadow. It's just like a beigey peach. Okay, I, I'm okay. going to put it all in the gram. I'll list okay. them all out. And then. Um, my brow is Anastasia. Mm-hmm. I forget which pencil, but I'll tell intern Tiff and she'll put it on the blog mm-hmm. for you guys. And I had that my lashes were that lash lift. So oh, I yes, didn't yes, even yes. have mascara. I didn't curl them or anything. You wearing mascara today or no? You know what? I've noticed actually the tint from the lash lift fades before the curl does. Okay. So I've gone back to maybe two weeks, three weeks later, I had to start putting mascara on only to th- to tint the ends so they were black as well. Got it. But Got the it. curl is still there. And honestly, that was the greatest thing I did because I didn't even have to worry about I my lashes. I love that you went to an appointment to tint the ends of your lashes. No, no, no I got them tinted when I got them curled. When I did yeah. The no, it's just funny. Like, touch up the ends of well, my lashes. Well, I didn't lashes. get an appointment again. I just have been using mascara to do it. Okay, okay, okay. But if I, like... If you had nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I finished it with Troy Surratt's powder, and I can't find it, but it's like a peach, a beige, and a white. Okay. And it was just like it's a finishing powder that you could sort of do a little bit of contour with, but not sure. really. Mm-hmm. And the lips were my usual everyday lips. Yeah, I mean, you look like yourself. You know when sometimes you go to a wedding, and you're like, oh, my God, who's that lady? And it's the bride. Like, it's, you know, it you was really my, looked like yourself. I, I, maybe it was Daniel Martin that told me this or whatever, but, like, I took my time layering stuff on and let it sit before I would put the next thing on. And I really, just application-wise, I was using a beauty blender left and right to make sure everything was, like, settled in, right? Yeah. And just spending that little bit of extra time, I think, like, elevated the game a little. So how long do you think the whole thing took you? A half an hour for my makeup and wow, a half an hour bad. for my hair. Not bad. Yeah, because wow. then I wanted to party. Well done, Jen. Yeah. Well, I I I would say I'm inspired, but I I you know 
I'm already done with that, but I feel like I can do my makeup for a big, big event soon. I'm also really excited, guys. I did not read anything in the sign-in book because I've been so busy, but apparently Jeff Janeski, Jessica's husband, <laughs> like several people have like, Jeff was hogging the sign-in book for like a long <laughs> amount of time. So I'm so excited to see what he wrote He's me. He's a thoughtful man. Well, that's why you it's married good. him. <laughs> um, so now we're both married ladies. Yeah. But don't worry. The, the podcast isn't changing. We're no. still going to be awesome. <laughs> not that pe- married people aren't awesome. Yeah. One word. Whoa. I thought it was going to be Chad. No, one word. Ch- okay. Chad. We're talking about Chad's right now. So, in New York Magazine, their cover story last week is says, This is a Chad. And it's this very, like, uh, guys, take a minute. Just go on the Google machine. If you haven't seen this cover, just Google New York Mag Chad cover story. He's a masculine jawline, mm-hmm. but a feminine lip. Really. Feminine lip and like beautiful eyes. He's like a Zac eyes. Efron sort of. It's yes. that perfect combo yeah. of like masculine feminine. Exactly. And we're seeing a lot more of that lately, which the, the Chad article gets into. But the I'm going I'm to distill this, you know, tremendous cover story for you. Basically... You know what the incels? You guys know what incels are? Involuntarily celibate yeah. men. Yeah. I Usually think it men. might be. Yeah, you could be. I, most of them, I think, are, are, are men. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it infers a, a man. They really want to get down with someone, but it's just not working out for them. And they've kind of formed a community and embraced this identity of an incel. And what a lot of them think is holding them back is their physical appearance. So what they want to look like is what they dub on the internet chads. Because like there's a lot of Reddit groups and, mm-hmm. and communities. And I do think it's nice that there's a, a, a community for people who are not feeling their best, but um, to say the least. But they call guys who have this look and who seem to kind of be thriving in life a chad. And then they're like good looking, yes, you know, presumably kind of like, like a very heteronormative of back yeah, in the bro. day male model broy face, a bro, kind of like with yeah, like a, lips. yeah. And they think that their looks are the reason they're not getting laid. I'm going to tell you, I think it might be their misogynistic attitudes. There are <laughs> and their body dysmorphia. <laughs> there is a lot of that going on. But I understand it's 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 people that have taken to a really weird place. This feeling of I'm not wanted and I'm not loved, and they think that plastic surgery might help with that. Yes. So the surgeon that. It is kind of like the dawn. Girl, do not get me started on the surgeon. Dr. Barry Epley. Mm -hmm. He's in Indiana, which we all know is a hotbed of cosmetic innovation. Um, he's he caters to this community quite a bit, and that's yeah. what the story is about. But what I found most interesting and also rang very untrue for me is that he said he wasn't truly aware mm. that he was popular in many of the online forums yeah. where they talk about who's going to do my surgery, who's going to put my jaw implants in or very big um, lip lip filler, mm-hmm. and a lot of physi- body physiology like, changing. Like shoulders. Breaking I mean, your clavicle <gasps> bone to make oh your God. shoulders broader, calf implants, uh, things to sort of make you look more um, stereotypically masculine, but that take it to a a very extra, extra level. And he says that he doesn't cater to these people. I bet you there's some person in his office in the back room doing SEO for incels because how does he not realize that people are flying from Russia to him because he's known on the interwebs for this? I think there's something. I read this article and, you know, a friend of mine told me, it's like, oh, did you see it? And I, 
you know, I was thinking that I've kind of thought I knew what it would be about and it went someplace totally different. It made me really, really sad. It made me like truly in my heart sad. I thought about people who guys who feel like this who, you know, end up doing terrible things. Did you remember like that not the to sorority. be super dark? Yeah, the guy Killing. that killed yeah, that killed mm-hmm. people in California. Mm-hmm. He was an incel and he felt that, you know, girls didn't look at him and they were looking at other guys and, you know, now it's payback time. I think that's kind of the darkest place. Um but then I I'll, I'll tell you, I went on I went on an incel Reddit forum because I was so Oh, I would, I'd be scared too. No, I mean I don't feel so uncomfortable. I have to tell you, like this Sad. is, it, it was it was so upsetting. There's this huge, like it's the kind of thing you could scroll forever. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh, I got mm-hmm. to the bottom, and there'd be a picture of a guy who, let's just say, did not look like Zac Efron, and you know he'd say, like five two, two hundred pounds, like severe acne. I'm I, yeah, and then he'd say, is it over? Question mark. And then there'd be a whole thread of. It really is a community, some supportive, some certainly less. So, ones what got you know, there's a thing that they say like never even began, like super mean. Yeah. And then other stuff is like, no, bro, just like hit the gym, lose a hundred pounds, go on Accutane, and like get a new wardrobe, and like you know, you'll be crushing it or whatever, like mm-hmm. that. So, it's kind of half positive for guys who don't feel like they're where they need to be in life, and half really to your point, like uh, there's some misogynistic tones. It's I don't want to paint them all with this, like, they're all like that sicko in California. Mm-hmm. But to see the kind of negativity and hurt that these, I, I'm saying guys, people, but in this case, guys, feel is so troubling to me. It is troubling. And I think the Internet really emphasizes this because you see it with political views and things like mm-hmm. that, where you're really not that far out of the norm, out of like the S-curve of what is the average. Like, yes, maybe I'm right wing or left wing, but mm-hmm. I'm not like alt. And then you go online and you find you dig deeper and deeper and you find your views changing and your mm-hmm. your your scope of how you think of things broadening and all of a sudden you're in the weird place. So maybe this starts out as a guy who has low self-esteem yeah. and just needs some support from fellow men. Or honestly, I looked at some of the pictures. I'm like, these guys are good looking, fine guys. Not even good looking. Oh, They're yeah. Like I saw sweet guys. Like yeah. I saw like a huge spectrum of right. people who you're like, I understand why this person's upset. And then some are like, dude, just fucking shave that little weird mustache and you're <laughs> all good. But the problematic thing is when there's a slippery slope that takes it to, if you, maybe you combine in some mental health issues, a weird dark, dark place. Yeah. And and those are the people that I think this st- surgeon needs to also bring in a psychiatrist to oh, work yeah. in his practice. I cannot imagine. And we talked with, um, who's the plastic surgeon we just had on? Oh, Dr. Jacona. About uh, turning down people with body dysmorphia, or turning down people who he knows will never be happy with the results mm-hmm. and suggesting maybe they need some mental health counseling instead. Because, yes, surgery can do a lot. It can make you feel better about yourself. But, like, some of these people need mental health. Yeah. Counseling. Yeah. It's it it is. I think this is a mental health issue. It You're just absolutely made right. Me realize I like I want to stay off the internet. <laughs> yeah. So this this just made me realize like we have to have like severe, severe extreme empathy. Like I yes. mean, I, we, I think we're yes. both empathetic people, but it it opened like another chamber and just seeing these guys and this is it over thing and they're like but some of them are 12 years old some of them them are like 40 something okay my last thought on this just to get back to a a not quite a sad place is this man attractive to you Chad oh that's actually a great question no he looks like um 
a a teen star pretty boy. Yeah, he was a little too I I a little too pretty for but me. But that's the aesthetic that uh, and broadly speaking they want. They want this kind of new masculine slash feminine. Yeah, it's Efron like thing. It's like an it, you could please everyone, but in my head you please everyone, you please no one because I like a very distinctive <laughs> look and and he's just so you know, Blah. he's like ambiguous in all in all matters, this Chad. This whole thing fascinates me. I could talk about it for hours. I bet our listeners could too. Oh, sure. So DM us, tell us what you think. Maybe we'll do a post on it and get your views. We're gonna put Chad up there. Put Chad picture Chad's yeah. picture on yeah. our Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Okay, Jen, I heard about these new things called like sensory salons sensory inclusive sensory inclusive what is that actually not that new it's been building momentum over the last two years and basically it's a salon where it started out in the the autism community because for a lot of autistic kids getting their hair cut is super traumatic yeah yeah to to someone who isn't autistic you're like why but Mm -hmm. all the cutting noise of the scissors the hair falling on the skin can feel like paper cuts. There's loud. Sometimes there's music. The blow there's dryers talking, alone. Blow dryers. Blow Someone dryers. screaming over the blow dryer trying to make conversation. Getting a shower. All that water on your scalp. Like actually, you know, thinking about it, you're really put through the. I'm ringer. making myself feel anxious. No, just who wants about to do it. all this stuff? So it's not just autism though. Too people with um, anxiety disorders. People with epilepsy. Um, there's lights. There's like bright lights. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> sensory overload. The salon is overload. like chaos. Like, now that I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm never going back. Like, it's not a spa. <laughs> We're talking about your your average hair yeah. salon. So um, I think it started out in the kids' salon community okay. where they're making uh, sensory inclusive salons so that kids with autism can have a better experience at the hair salon. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of moved into the adult world, too, because... Just a lot of people get overwhelmed. Our world is so loud and noisy, and we're looking at flashing lights and computer screens all the time. It's nice to sort of turn off. So um, there's actually New York just got its first one. I think it's called Barber's Blueprint. But I looked into this, and there's an app. Um, I think it's called Culture City. Oh, my God. Yes, Culture City with a K, and we'll put a link to it. And um, it's a community where you can find other salons that are sensory inclusive. And so that means they're going to do things like um, put an eye mask on you when they're washing Oh, that, your, yeah, yeah. you know, your hair at the sink or there won't be blow dryers or if they are, they're in a separate room away from the people that they bother. And just having like a sort of um, empathy towards these people, because I've seen like kids with autism and p- people yeah. who don't know how to deal with them just be like, sit still. It, like, yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. So it's just this, really this way of knowing how to deal with people who might have, you know, these kind of issues at the hair salon. I wonder if we're going to see more um, like services that are are tailored to... Um, sensory inclusivity. Actually, on that app, Culture City, yeah. they also talk, it's not just for hair salons, it's for other things where, oh, cool. that are safe spaces. I believe it started out for autism, but like I said, it could be for people who just have sensory disorders or flashing lights. And, and we epilepsy. all know at least like four people in our lives that, that have this kind and of situation. And honestly, even people who don't have those particu- particular medical conditions, um, sorry, Molly, our producer's mad at me because I just looked down and I sounded soft on the mic, didn't I, Molly? <laughs> anyway, um, even people that don't have those medical conditions, sometimes it's nice to turn off. Yeah. You know? This is really important. Thank you for for sharing all this news. I, actually, this topic was your idea, so oh, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are here with Tiffany Masterson by popular demand. She is the founder of Drunk Elephant, a brand that officially launched just five years ago, but quickly became one of the most popular prestige skincare brands on the market. Wow. And on social media. So Tiffany is based in Houston. Right. Is that right? That's right. Okay, good. She's a mom of four and she's here in New York, especially for this pop up. And we'll talk about that in a second. And she found time to squeeze in a little sesh at the Fat Mascara Studio. Welcome, Tiffany. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. You also have a reputation as, like, the nicest person in beauty. All the research I was doing (laughs) on you beforehand was, like... She's so great. She exudes warm vibes. That's really sweet. I'm I'm getting all the warm vibes. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I know you've had a crazy busy week, so I have to thank you for for coming in. We're going to talk about why you're so busy. But first, let's back up a bit. How did you become the skincare guru? Oh, I I don't, I wouldn't call myself a guru. She's humble too. I wouldn't describe myself as a guru, but I'm I'm curious. An authority, a figure, a. I'm I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I'm. Like a private investigator mm-hmm. by heart, I want to figure things out. You know, like I love riddles. Um, I'm a consumer, mm-hmm. and I got interested in ingredients and skincare. I was selling this little bar cleanser on the side um, when my my kids were babies, and um, from Malaysia, right? It was from Malaysia, and yeah. it was just this. It, it was kind of this bar, and it had this these weird directions. Anyway, I I, I at the end of the day, it was like the Wait, bar was, was just... fine. It was very basic. But it, I wanted to be like accessible. I wanted to help people was the main thing. Wait, why did you? I, I don't. I don't understand this bar thing. You grabbed a bar from like another brand and you no, sold no, it, no. or you? No, well, no. It was it was so it was a bar that was being imported from Malaysia by my brother in law okay. and my brother and his wife, and they were they just wanted to sell it in the United States. They just wanted to, like a cleansing. They, yeah, bar. yeah. They wanted to import it and sell it, and so I started helping selling it mm-hmm. and um it just i think it just awakened something in me uh, a passion about ingredients and mm. learning and um, i like to I, I like to once i get interested in something i kind of go crazy and i mm-hmm. try to read all about it and i was selling the bar and people would call me and say gosh i'm breaking out or i'm not breaking out it's helping it's not i'm using this what do mm. you think and it just kind of i had i had had skincare skin issues myself and I was sort of a brand hopper going around from, I tried everything mm-hmm. out there. And I just I felt, I felt like one thing would make something, a product would make one thing better and then something else would get worse. Mm-hmm. So there's, I couldn't really find anything that worked. But through my study of ingredients and my interest, and I started reading more and more, and that led to kind of reading ingredient decks mm-hmm. and trying to decipher which what the ingredients were there for. What could it be that was causing a breakout in someone or me, myself, because I was trying different products also at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, it just was a, over like a two-year period, and I really just was reading and curious and taught myself about ingredients. I started eliminating things from my skincare routine. I, I started, I remember I, I eliminated essential oils. Um, I, I remember eliminating chemical screens. Um, silicones came way later. Um, drying alcohols, I think I eliminated not on purpose, but just toners and things like that that made mm-hmm. my skin feel tight and dry. Um, clay masks I eliminated. There's just various things I eliminated trying to find like what worked for me. What was but what was of your skin issue? What were your like, I had your key mild skin rosacea. Mm-hmm. I had large pores. I remember always trying to figure out how to deal with that. It's oily mm-hmm. T zone, acne mm-hmm. prone. Um, kind of just sensitive, sort of irritable skin, mm-hmm. um, and it would be, turn red, and you know just not yeah. great. Like I was not fully happy with it. But um, when I started eliminating things and trying to, you know, I was 
like I said, selling this bar. So the the directions on the bar were don't use anything else, just this bar. It's kind of weird direction. So that kind of forced me into like not using anything. And I was using like a pure oil with the bar. And, but I didn't know why my skin was acting so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was through these studies and search, researching and just. It's I almost a, like a, a food elimination diet, but it, for skin. Well, that's what I call it today yeah. is like the whole 30 for your face. Right. But the bar wasn't marketed that way. Mm-hmm. It was it was just throughout through my curiosity of ingredients that I kind of, over the period of two years, sort of started helping people I was selling the bar to kind of say, try eliminating this, try eliminating, don't does use this that, bar don't use this. exist anymore? Yeah, it, it does. And it's not, it's just a basic bar that they sell, you know, it's it's a very basic formula, actually, um, that it, it, it was a bar that was marketed under different names. It was a multi-level um, marketing thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was. It was. It was just a very basic bar. What did you guys call it in Texas? So what was your name? It for was it? called the Wonder Bar. Mm-hmm. She's good at naming stuff. You. Are. I didn't name it. I didn't name it. Oh, you did. No, no. It wasn't. We didn't own it. Okay. Uh, it came from. It, it, it was a. It was a bar base. That's a very common bar base, actually. Um, that was named and repackaged mm-hmm. through different distributors around the world, and they, of course, didn't tell us that. We didn't know that. So that's something we found out later. But um, it was just a fun thing for me, and it was a kind of a, the way, the, a, a vehicle for me to learn and teach myself about ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful it came into my life because I don't think I ever would have realized the passion for marketing and ingredients that I that I ended up having. Which parlayed into Drunk Elephant. So let's talk about that. First, I realized this because I would ask people about the brand, and they'd always be like, they just call it Drunk Elephant and not even think about what that means. It's just like it sounds fun. Can you tell for people who don't know why is it called Drunk Elephant? So when I decided to do my own line, um, I was, you know, I had an idea of what which kind of products I wanted in the line. I wanted to launch with several products to ha- give a whole routine. And when I was in California one time, I was just in an apothecary kind of looking at ingredients and stuff and or products. And I found an amarula oil. Mm-hmm. And it actually had essential oils in it. And, um, but I could tell I was, I, I had wanted to use apricot oil in the line because it was bioavailable. It was easily, you know, absorbed into the skin. It was, uh, at the time I was calling it skin identical, mm-hmm. but I wanted an oil like that. I found the marula and I tried it on my hand. I, I loved it immediately. I went home and Googled it and I figured out that, or found <laughs> this video of elephants and other animals in Africa eating marula fruit off the ground and, acting tipsy, stumbling around. <laughs> and I, I really had, I, I was always, I was so serious about studying ingredients and learning and to creating these formulations that I just, it was kind of like, wow, this is, can I call it drunk elephant? Because they, know? so it like, like starts that, to ferment on the ground and it's like alcoholic basically for yeah. the elephants, right? Right. And it's a myth, you know, it's yeah. not really true, but yeah. can I call it that? I kind of polled my friends and family and, you know, half of them said, no way, but it's mm-hmm. really cute. And the other half said, absolutely, and it's really cute. And so I just thought, so it wasn't, there wasn't really a negative response to it, except for my mom and my grandmother didn't like it. But <laughs> I just thought, you know, it's, it's me, and so I might as well go with what's it's, it's reflective of my personality. Kind of, I make fun of myself. I'm, I've, you know, I, I, it's like yeah. lighthearted. But I'm serious, yeah, and I work yeah. hard, and it's, it's kind of representative of my personality. So Drunk Elephant, if you're a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard of the brand before. Um, and that's just kind of a testament to how big your brand became. How did it blow up so quickly? I think um, word of mouth uh, really was the main driver in our growth. Um, do you I mean s- word of mouth like me telling Jen after work? When do you mean like social media What or both? 
mm, social media for sure had a part in it. Sephora had a huge part in it. I mean, mm-hmm. but but I think that I mean, you know, just because when I when I launched the brand, when I when I had the philosophy, when I got the idea, like wow, I, there was one day where I, it kind of hit me like, oh my gosh, eliminating these ingredients, like these specific ingredients from the routine from the products, that's you know, could maybe change people's skin and experience mm-hmm. with skincare and the whole thing. I think it's at the root cause of many issues that we deal with. Mm-hmm. And I really was so convicted in my philosophy. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do was sit down with my girlfriends and tell them about this philosophy. You like, call them the suspicious six, I right? do. I do. You mentioned maybe four of them. What What are they all that you eliminate? So drying use? alcohol, SLS, mm-hmm. um, fragrance and dyes is just one category, essential oils, chemical screens, and silicones. When you say chemical screens, you mean a sunscreen? Or? Sunscreen, which, so my my intent is not to say these are terrible ingredients and it's not to vilify them at all. It is really like from a consumer, like or, or just like your friend saying, you know what, I eliminated these six ingredients uh, and why don't you try it if you're dealing with something, like if you're breaking out or if you've got, you know, eczema or whatever, try mm-hmm. eliminating these things. Not to say it cures it, but I have a hunch that it could help. Like, maybe just try it. Like, it's this troubleshooter more than anything. And I think it's been portrayed as this, I vilify these ingredients and and because they're toxic. It has nothing to do with being toxic at all. Or even have, it doesn't even have anything to do with being clean. It has to do with, I suspect that, and actually, there are studies that say and show that some of these things that mm-hmm. I believe are true. But that's not how I came to believe that it's true. It was the, it was like by elimination of, of using these ingredients and using products that contain them. And there are other ingredients I think are out there I wouldn't use, but these ones were seemed to be the main ones for the most number of people, kind too. of in everything. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, and, and I made the brand because I couldn't really find a brand that didn't contain them. At least one of them, right? At least one of them. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting that you said like you don't vilify those six ingredients, and that you know, I you just mentioned the word clean, but like you're not claiming to be like super clean in the way that I mean we just debated this a couple weeks ago on the mm-hmm. podcast but like what does clean actually mean I can't sit on the mic and actually tell you and feel good I, I, I'm not quite sure right. I, <laughs> I don't think either. anyone can right well because there's so many definitions out there yeah. now of clean I mean we're and just clean. perceptions too if you're if you're if you're if you're talking about ingredients that are linked to like internal disruption or disease mm-hmm. if that's the definition of clean which it seems to be then we're clean, but we're also one step further than that. In my mind, clean's not quite enough when you're taking care of your skin. And I say that often because what I'm talking about with the Suspicious Six is biocompatible or compatible with the health of your skin or the the function of your skin. And so that is so important. And so I would call it, we only use biocompatible ingredients that the skin can recognize, absorb, Mm -hmm. use, benefit from. And so I would say biocompatible is a more important word with drunk elephant. Are biocompatible ingredients natural? No. Yeah, you're cool with synthetics if they're good for the skin, right? Totally. But yeah, no, we use ingredients. It's a unique philosophy, I think, yeah. right now. Well, um, I, I it, do wonder if, and, and I mean this with like absolutely no disrespect, but the way you've, you've th- this is the good part, the way you have position this is so brilliant and it's so easy to understand but there are a lot of other brands that you know they throw in some clean things and then they throw in some synthetics but they haven't articulated their story the way you have and that I think is so brilliant well it's because it's based on a personal experience that I actually had and so Mm -hmm. it's it's a very it's kind of like it's it's a hopeful message Mm -hmm. it's it's an honest sort of it came from a very 
authentic place. I hate to use that word because everyone's using it, but <laughs> it just really came from a personal experience that I had. Yeah. I think my personality is to want to help people. And so it's like this, hey, if you're having issues, try what I tried because I'm so excited that it worked. I mm-hmm. want it to work for everyone else too. And so it's it's not about other brands. It's just about ingredients and, and being like, hey, you know, maybe this could work for you. And so I... Yeah. And so and you've adopted like a philosophy of transparency, too, it seems like you're letting us all in on how this all came about. Is that still true to this day? I think I'm just that. I mean, I think I'm pretty open person. And yeah. For me, you know, I'm people want to shut me up all the time because I probably <laughs> Who wants say to too shut much. you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my team probably wants to shut yeah. me up half the time because I tell everything. But no, truthfully, like I'm I think I'm I am a consumer. I wanted to have a brand that for a consumer. Like I, I, I made this brand based on what I would want as a consumer. Yeah, yeah I think that's a, and that's kind of what I was, I, you know, I was like hinting at before. I think your personal story is what really sets your brand apart a lot. And and do you feel was that very intentional for you to to really be a part of the brand? Like, can the brand is the brand Tiffany, or is it? Are you kind of a, apart from that? No, the brand is probably Tiffany mm-hmm. um, because every decision that I make is mm-hmm. about me and it's not an egotistical thing at all. It's mm-hmm. a, look, I'm just going to stick with one gut mm-hmm. and I know that there are a lot of people out there that will benefit from yeah. or feel like me or have the same desires and needs and wants as me in a skincare line. So my my thing was... I'm not going to please everybody at all, mm-hmm. but I'm going to please the people that want the same thing that I do. And I and, and I think that I can direct the brand and grow the develop the brand best when I'm just working from one place. Yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to please everybody, let's just go with my gut and 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 that's you know. And so. do you keep in touch with folks online? Like you know, you said you're very much about the customer. So, you know, you're here for a week. You did a pop up. You're meeting with people all the time. You, you know, are on Instagram. Like, where are you getting most of your information? You mean like... like your consumer to... feedback. Oh, all, on Instagram, yeah. on mm-hmm. email. Um, Do you reply I by yourself? I try to talk to... I reply to a lot by myself. Wow. Yeah. I, I never know like, if it's the PR or... No, I'm... No, it, no, it's never the PR. Never, never. You said mm-hmm. that. You said, well, it's Tiffany. It's me. But there's downsides to that in the... I have, the help, I have people on there helping me. And there's huge downsides to it because... You know, it, and on one on the one hand, people say they want to be, uh, they want to have access to the mm-hmm. the, the founder and the brand, right. and they want you to answer mm-hmm. the questions, like mm-hmm. be accountable and be right there, accessible. And on the other hand, if you are, they you do get attacked, and you do have people come on and really just abuse you. <laughs> yeah, and you've had issues too. You have other people who work on your social accounts. You can't always keep control over what's going no, on. No, I've had a bad experience with that, but. You know, the truth is that th- these things happen. Yeah. And, and the bigger you get, I'm sure. They happen. And you know what? All you got to do is all, you just need to go on past it and get and, and do your thing, do what's right. I mean, we're going to make mistakes and and I'm and I'm the founder of the brand, so it falls on me. Yeah. When when something like that happens. So, I'm accountable. It's my mm-hmm. fault, you mm-hmm. know, but 
What are you going to do? So give us some advice because as we grow on social media oh, too. <laughs> no, I want to take this advice. No. What do you do with like the Redditors who like go into threads and they find the person's name that matches the other name and they're like, they're bashing other brands. Or what do you do when another brand comes at you? Or even just a user who's unhappy. Do you block comments? Or do you engage like a straight them? hater. You like, know? What's your fault? Well, I mean, I've had all of that. Happen. I know. I know. So I'm asking Every you. bit of it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad, you know, because I'm sensitive and I'm human. And, yeah. How do you? And I, I, I do want just to do the best thing for the consumer and I'm trying to, you know, but you make mistakes. But um, what do you do? I've done I've done probably everything that you could do. Like I've done Engaging stupid things. Versus I've not, done. But like do you and now do you decide to be like, you know what? I can't please everyone and I don't engage. Or do you try and convince people when you know you're right? Well, you know I, I think mean? I've I think I've gone through phases where like there was I think early on I would try to uh, um, I would try to acknowledge it and mm-hmm. explain it um, as best I could in an honest way um, but that doesn't work because what happens <laughs> is what happened what you find out is a lot of the people who are making the noise aren't sincere and they don't really want an answer they so just want to f- they don't want an answer and their their motivation or is not sincere and so what is their motivation so let's say somebody comes on the instagram feed and says hey i've tried you know your brand and using only your brand and you know it's i'm breaking out like crazy what am i supposed to do and it's a very like and i answer them honestly they're coming onto my instagram feed i'm giving them my Mm -hmm. feedback honestly this is what i think will work kind of thing and um and then they come back and they kind of attack you and you you it comes to light pretty quickly if the person you know because you either want to be want to get help, you want to get the money's worth out of the product, you want an answer, or you're there to Just you're hate. there to try to make. And I heard this from Leandra Medine recently. She said it, and I she said it in a perfect way. They're there to make you smaller, make you look bad, or they're there to genuinely and sincerely get help, and they're mm-hmm. there for the right reasons. Typically, these people that come on, you'll find that are that are trolls, and that you, you mm-hmm. that are there just to spread hate and be be you know mean spirited. They don't follow you. And it's interesting because yeah. I have a very hmm, loving, so kind community. I have a wonderful community. They stick up for each other. They help answer questions. They're there. I don't mean for them to to like attack anybody. They're they're not like that. They they try to explain. They answer questions because they 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 use the product and they they're they're there. But these people typically aren't followers. About the redditors and about the other Instagram pages that are the reason for being is to quote. You know, you know, expose or, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. they're the watchdog, whatever. It, I, I think they're bullies. I think they could, I think that's a bully culture in yeah. a way. There's I think it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but you know, again, what are you going to do about it? And all I really care about are the people that are interested in trying and understanding drunk elephant and the people that I'm actually helping mm-hmm. and can continue to help. I can't worry or about the other people who aren't really they they don't really like the brand anyway. Are you getting better at um depersonalizing it? Way better. Way better. And I was What was awful. like the what was like the first time that you got something bad, do you remember? Or like a moment? Did something bad happened? Yeah, you don't need to tell us what it is if it's um too well, egregious. Well I think the but... first time that something really bad happened that I was so shocked was when there was a comment from my brand on another brand's Right. Oh feed. yes, 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 I remember. It was awful and I was devastated and what you know it, it's it was just yeah. terrible but it, it, with everything like that that happens you learn mm-hmm. you learn it, unfortunately you learn to be more guarded you learn not to trust as much you learn to that 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 things you know you can't always things aren't going to always be 
the way you want them to be. So you have to fix them and move on and yeah. just make sure I'm gonna, that I'm going to call you, Tiffany you a couple of times <laughs> in my life in the future. I feel like, Tiffany, <laughs> say that again to me. Yeah. Yeah. How do you dust yourself off from like a, a just, social media You have to. And crisis. I always, I'm a firm believer that things happen for a reason. Even if it's a bad thing, good thing. Make come of it. Everything happens for a reason. Um Okay, shifting gears a little bit. We, you know, Jen and I are out in the market all the time. We see a million brands. We're seeing a lot of brands that seem to be inspired by a drunk elephant. Packaging-wise. Mm-hmm. Usually packaging-wise, actually. The, the packaging, a lot, we're seeing a lot of color, a lot of neon. And I think even, I live with a little bit of the attitude, like the... Cheekiness. Yeah, cheeky, but like clean-ish, dot, dot, dot. What do you think? Have you seen them? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've seen them. Um, uh, people send them to me all day long, every day. On wait, text to, and wait on why do they the, like the, just to the, my community sends them? Oh, to Oh, okay, me. your community. Um, I think that it's well for me. Like that's the last thing I do is look around. Mm-hmm. I, I I really try to pull inspiration from totally a d- different industries. I live in Houston. I'm mean, kind of there, and I'm not really looking like to copy other brands but I think it's unusual when you have a brand and you've got the opportunity to launch a brand that you would take ideas from another brand because to me it seems so obvious that mm-hmm. it it takes away right 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 off the bat it's like you're not being who you are mm-hmm. and it's like trying to copy someone's outfit I try to do it you know Never a gazillion times in high school on. there's this girl that always had the perfect outfit what was her on. name what was Lisa her, her name's Lisa what was the outfit and, like um, it, she's the coolest chick ever and she just always had the perfect jewelry the perfect shoes the perfect everything and I would go home and I would tell my mom and <laughs> I, 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 you know what I never looked like Lisa and I just feel like as as a yeah. brand, if you I think have, you're Lisa now, <laughs> drunk elephant yeah. is the Lisa of skincare. Well, <laughs> so you know, um, it's just I, you're not. It doesn't work, I don't think, but it's flattering. Yeah, yeah. You know what else is flattering? All this buzz about like what your company's yeah. worth and when are you going to sell it? We meet a lot of founders who truly say to us honestly, "Oh yeah, I just started this company so I can sell it." And I get the feeling that's probably not why you started Drunk Elephant. No, and I and I don't like it, that's not also the thing. Like I just want to sell it. You know, that makes me like a so why sad. why haven't you? And what would it take to be like? Okay, this is worth me selling to a larger company. Well, just well because there are things that you want to do, you want to accomplish, and you want to make happen, mm-hmm. and it's not always as easy when you're not with a strategic that has done all that before some some things not everything we we do a lot of things our way I would not sell to anybody ever if I couldn't continue to be myself I couldn't you know continue to have my team that I love I've had two people quit my company in five years and one came back and how many people work for you now the 100 wow what's what's so great about working at drunk elephant like tell me like what are you what are you guys doing I, I just think it's a really fun culture and I think we're all, it's a very flat culture environment. It's like hierarchy wise, we mean? Well, or, I mean, it's mean? not really, but I mean, we have, yeah. but I think we have a fun group of people. We sh- I, I hire people with shared values, I try. Yeah. And we have a very strict sort of like, look, let's not talk about other brands. Mm. Let's not order products from other brands to, you know, copy packaging or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. not, because f- I think, 
and let's and let's just have a a, a kind culture. Um, let's have each other's backs. This is not a competitive thing. That's a very um, like a great average or only two people in the past five well, years. Well, it's it is a happy culture. Honestly, it's not a competitive thing. So like in the sales arena, the sales department of Drunk Elephant, the, the sale the field team, um, it's not a she did sold more than you sold. It's it's not any of that. It's everyone's pretty happy for each other. We have the same purpose is to help people. We don't mm. go out and try to bash or trash. It's not. So you, you would know, never want to be part of a larger corporation if you had to abandon those values. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly right. And yeah. I think I'm sure there are people out there that have the same values. I mean, it's, you know, it's just a matter of finding the right we partner. We can't buy you for the right number, like one billion, <laughs> and then see where Tiffany stands. You're doing okay. You? That, that <laughs> would be fun. Well, Tom Mascara is not in the, in the market to buy a what? brand right now. <laughs> I'm curious, as a manager, somebody who's kept people, like, so happy and, you um, this reviews time at Harper's Bazaar, so I've got a lot of questions right now. <laughs> we have reviews yeah, of Mary Claire right now, too. <laughs> what are some questions that you ask people to, or like to kind of suss out if, they're the, if they have the right values? Ooh. Like how can, can you tell? I think you can tell on the phone. Like on having the phone? a 30-minute conversation with someone, I think you can tell. Like I don't like cocky. Mm-hmm. I don't like um, anything like that. You can tell bra- braggy, kind of cocky. Um, competitive, mm-hmm. like I know, like I've had, I've interviewed people who are like they've interviewed with brands that are like we're number one. If you know, if you if you if you're relentless and you're cutthroat and you're you know just mm-hmm. that that attitude that's a sales like a kind of I don't know just that's just not our attitude. We mm-hmm. I don't. It's not like let go sell the product. It's like share the philosophy with people, and if they don't buy something, that's fine. Like just. Sell, share the philosophy. Get the get, get the, the get the philosophy in the people's head, and then if they want to try it, let's let them try what it. What percentage not, of your company is male versus female? I'm wondering. I don't even know. That's a great. Would question. you say there are more M- women? much more women? Many really? more women. Mm. Yeah, many more women. Yeah, we have all. Yeah, it's got a great great group of people. So you were in town for a number of things, but the big the big event was the pop up. So can you tell us a little bit about this? Yes. So we had a pop-up in um, the UK when we launched there. Mm-hmm. And we had a pop-up in Singapore when we launched there. And it was very well received, really, really fun. It was just a chance for my creative team to kind of bring the brand to life. Mm-hmm. And it really feels like you're stepping into, like, you know, it's crazy. It's The it's, drunk world. It's, yeah, it's tactile. And there's lots of um, incredible digital stuff going on. And it's also educational, which we always try to do, and uh, with the goal of spreading the philosophy again, um, you know, so people can kind of grasp that, but in a fun way. Oh my God, your magnifying glasses! That was the hottest ticket at the beauty closet, Mary Claire. Like everybody wanted oh. that. Speaking of education, that's what made yeah, me yeah. think of it. Yeah, so they were, yeah, for people who don't know, they were little, little magnifying glasses, so you could look at the ingredient list right, of other brands. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of all brands, you know, just, genius. It's a, yeah, I uh, thought it would be a cute thing on the shelfie, but. Um, Lots of neon acrylic, lots of mm-hmm. – it's, it's really just a fun why, place to be. Why did you uh, make neon acrylic like part of your brand DNA? I just love it's it. It's very decisive. Yeah, I just love it. We, we were talking um, – my designer and I were talking early on when we were trying to do our first end cap at um, – actually, no, it came way before that. We made these clear acrylic neon boxes in 2013 before we – we're in Sephora before we had a publicist, anything. Mm-hmm. And we sent them out to 30. I, I just, I, again, like private investigator, I figured out the top 
30 beauty directors and figured out their mm-hmm. email addresses mm-hmm. and you know got their addresses and sent these boxes to 30 people and they they were well received like I actually got emails back and they were people I, I was so excited it was such a fun time but we used clear neon acrylic boxes then I think mm-hmm. it's just something I'm attracted to bright pops of color clean mm-hmm. yeah oh and pop-ups so I know we're telling everyone about these fabulous pop-ups you had one in New York are you going to be doing more pop-ups throughout the city throughout uh, the country rather I think I will I don't think it's a huge like thing for us it's 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 kind of when it's when it makes sense we'll probably do one in Los Angeles at some point brands I've are doing got some stuff like going crazy. on there so that you know so we'll probably do that in the fall or maybe even next spring but it's the consumer loves it it's it's actually our way of saying thank you and you know, for your support and come get to know us a little bit better and mm-hmm. you know it's sort of it's both it's it's we have great fans so Tiffany, let's get personal. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. She got all nervous on the no. way in because I asked her for some extrovertage. <laughs> it's not that I'm personal. I'm just kidding. I asked, her if, I asked you if you were an extrovert or introvert. And I'm you an said introvert. introvert. But yeah. that's not how personal. I want to know, I read somewhere that you don't wear makeup or you don't really like to wear makeup. Is this true? I, I don't like to wear makeup. Do you I mean wear, face makeup or? No, I don't wear any face makeup. I wear eye makeup. Okay. But like you would never put a foundation on. Never. Why? I just don't like it. I just don't like the way my skin feels. I don't the way I, I don't like the way I look. I I just never wore it. I wasn't really. My mom didn't wear it. I just didn't. You wear don't have it. concealer on right now, girl. Your skin looks good. I'm drunk. Okay, so but you wear <laughs> eye makeup, right? You wear eye makeup. I wear eye makeup. Okay, yes. so tell us what are some of your favorite yes. eye makeups, like mascara. Line. I have Too Faced mascara. Oh, okay. Better yeah, than sex. I do. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic. Yeah, your lashes are good. I do. And I actually have an old, like, eyeshadow kit that my mom, like, didn't want anymore. That's the truth. And I've had it for, like, two years. And I just ah. do that. I, I'm not I'm you not. You don't remember a, the brand? A great. It's, it's a, black it's a with a white writing on top. I don't know the brand. It's Chanel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it may be. It may be Chanel. Um, eyebrow stuff, I use Anastasia. Anastasia. You've gotten to meet a lot of other founders. I always see you at industry events and you get to know these people. Do you ever pick up some of their products like Anastasia? The founders all send each other stuff. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. Anastasia, I really, really like. She, um, I I met her when I was first launching at Sephora just in her chair. She was doing my eyebrows. I was there in California and my hairdresser recommended that I went to go see her. So I went and I told her I'd gotten in Sephora and she gave me some tips and she's always been really, really sweet and has gone out of her way to come over and hug me and give me advice. Mm. And she's been really nice. So yeah, but the, the, but yes, the founders and the Two-Faced guys send me stuff. And <laughs> the, yeah, it's it's nice when there are other founders who are supportive and kind of show you the ropes and they've been, they've been there before, ahead of you. And so. Yeah. And we didn't talk about your favorites from your line. I know it started out really streamlined, but now there's more SKUs. What do you personally use? I personally, I, I wake up and I use um, a pump of C-Firma, mm-hmm. a pump of D-Bronzy. So you don't wash your face? No. Okay. Um, and I think that's key. So my whole oh, thing is about the acid mantle, all about acid mantle, protecting it, supporting it, respecting it. And I think that if you strip it or disrupt it, that there's no chance to have, I mean, it's like chaos. Kind that's of when problems use, start. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, it's Yeah, it's the source of all problems outside of ingredients. It's just don't – so that's part of the reason we avoid the suspicious six. Mm-hmm. A lot of those ingredients are a problem, problematic for the acid mantle. But not cleansing in the morning, not using a toner, not trying to take off what's there. Um, mm. 
because it's the best stuff we have between us and the you know our yeah. face in the world is the line of defense. So I see what you mean. I don't wash my face in the morning. I use C for a pump of C from a pump of debronzy, a little bit of retinol, a passione. Um, Doesn't of, that disrupt like your pH balance or acid mantle of your skin? Retinol? No. No. Okay. Not Sorry. At all. I, don't, fact, I truly don't know. In fact, if you're if the acid mantle, I mean, your acid mantle holds your pH. Okay. It's so important. Like it, it's it's like a it's like a built-in toner. But the things that mess um, with it are like soaps and things that lower pH and surfactants and okay. It. And retinol does not count as one of those. No. Got it. No retinol's no. It, it doesn't. It's good. Um. But so the retinol, B Hydra. Um, Debronzy, Seaforma, and Lala. What's, which one's Lala? I, the pump, moisturizer? the purple. Yeah. Okay. The purple. Isn't that how people talk about your brand? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they oh, do. The yellow one. That was the smart. One. so that true. Was they, very they talk smart. about the colors. Um, I, uh, and that wasn't on purpose at all. That was just me being convenient, me, wanting something <laughs> cute on my cabinet. But um, yeah, I pump it all in my hand, mix it up. Everything's a smoothie for me. And I, oh, put you it on mix my it face. all together. And, and I mix you... everything together. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Then I put my um, sunscreen on at, on top of that, mm-hmm. and that's it. Good to go. Yeah. And that's then at it. night, I do this same kind of thing. I wash my face. Do you use uh, the sleigh because I love the sleigh. I do use the sleigh. Mm. I love the sleigh. Um, I Can use we tell the people bars what the sleigh on my because not everyone knows what the sleigh is. Sleigh is a new oil bomb cleanser that mm-hmm. took me two years to um, formulate. And I actually read recently that brands say that they formulate. I read that article too. Yes, and I was like, wait, 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 wait uh... say the article. <laughs> I think it was business of fashion. It was yes. basically like it's a marketing claim these days to be like, it took us three years yeah. to formulate. Oh this. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And well, I can. That's BS. I'm here to tell you that it can take you two weeks, and it can take you two years. It just depends on if you nail it or not. It's mm-hmm. and, and you know, but Slay was a hard. Then one. you've got to go through all the testing and all mm-hmm. that. Slay yeah. was so hard. I mean, <laughs> I was tweaking Slay to the lat to the eleventh hour. So, yeah. um, but that did take two years to make, and um, and so when we got done, I, I, I mean, I love the product, so I used that, and then um, Marula Protini, no, yeah, Marula Protini TLC, um, and Behydra, and you all mash it up again. And I mix up my hands and I put it on <laughs> at night and go to bed. This one and done. And yeah. I use um, the eye creams. I love that. I use baby facial once a week. Um, and that's it. Baby yeah. facial is really good. And lippy. Yeah. That's all. Just a couple. That's all. And it, it, that sounds like a lot, but it takes like five seconds. No, I no, like, I like your practicality. Just mush it up yeah. and mash yeah. it on. Yeah. She's got four kids. She's a busy woman, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. This, this was very informative. I love your philosophy and how you're being transparent about why you've done what you've done. Yeah, it's very Thank your you. I feel like your philosophy is very um it's very nuanced and I and I love that. Hopefully, Thanks. hopefully people are getting it and they got a good yeah. taste of it. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, thank Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp. 
something we learned about on a recent episode, and all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Okay, it's time to raise a wand. <laughs> Please keep in that entire intro. <laughs> She's raising a wand. Listen, I'm like, I feel a little rusty because like you weren't here for a couple of weeks. Last week I did a raisin wand by myself and I, I felt, I was like, hey guys, if you too <laughs> want to have baby soft it, skin. It had ASMR vibes. I, it's When I'm by myself. It's weird, right? Yeah, it was weird. Um, you did great, though. You did such a oh, great job. Thank you. Thank you. I now was I'm also back. like super nerding out like weird fangirl with Elizabeth Hurley. And her voice is like <gasps> ASMR times uh, a thousand. It's like a and pussycat's had, purr. And Tiffany has a very soothing voice, too, and a very soothing way yes, about her. she does. You're welcome, listeners. But... And then there's Liz, 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 Liz Hurley is next level. That is like she yeah. she could just sit in her farm and do voiceovers for the rest of her career. Okay, ready? What are you raising a wand to? It's called Revlon. I love this name. So fierce vinyl eyeliner. That was not ASMR. So fierce. So fierce. Um, it's it's a waterproof, smudge proof. Has a waterproof, smudge proof, lacquer like sheen. I think. Don't worry when you hear lacquer like. Because I thought it was going to be super shiny and I was going to look like, you know, like rave girl at work. No, but it has a little bit of a sheen. So it's not that like cakey pencil. You know how sometimes pencils can look cakey? Mm -hmm. It doesn't look cakey. I'm wearing it now, but like I'm tired as hell. So don't look. Um, and so it, look or don't look? No, you can look. Look away. Look, look, look at me. Look, don't look. look, don't look. <laughs> what movie? What movie is that from? I don't know. Oh, Molly knows. She's mouthing it to Oh, wait a second. The favorite. Thank you. The favorite. She goes, she goes look at me. Don't look at me. That's the <laughs> best part best, of that whole The best movie. line. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, all right. It's only eight ninety nine. has this wonderful chocolate brown co- um, color, and I'm bearing the lead. It goes on like butter. Like butter. Which is interesting because then... It, but it doesn't mat down. So that's exactly. Like nice, it's like, what color do you like to the, use? It's like called like deep chocolate. Ooh. And... You know, I sometimes I I feel like liners they fail me, they get faded and weird. But this one's really, really good. And I have to tell you, you don't need to spend a lot of money for a great eyeliner because look at this Revlon one. I actually think for pencil eyeliners, I would totally agree. Like even right. a Wet and Wild one is like still pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, well then you could spend all your money on my razor wand, which is Van Cleef and Arpels. Do you oh. say Arpels or Arpel? I think it's just Arpel. I'm so classy. Van Cleef and Arpel does fragrances. And this new one that came out this spring, Santal Blanc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I have this in my office. Every time I spray it, everybody goes wild and everybody has a very different way of describing it. So I just got a new office and I share it with the fashion director. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, what's that coconut smell? And I was like, it's not coconut because I would never wear a coconut. People are weird. <laughs> I can sort of see what he's saying because there's a warmth to it. I can only describe it as like... The softest cloud. It's like a white puffy fragrance. It gives me like that texture feeling I get yeah. from certain scents. Um, and it it's just delightful. It has mandarin, violet leaf, and tonka bean. Which that sounds, tonka. Tonka sounds like it feels like it would be a little bit powdery even if there's violet in there. But the tonka has this creaminess. Mm-hmm. But it's not gourmand. 
I don't know how to describe it's it. It's very cloud-like. I know, I know which fragrance you're right talking now, about. And it just sort of wraps you in a lovely hug. You know what else I would say? You know philosophy, Amazing Grace? Yeah. Just up the glamour level, <laughs> up the like intensity a little bit. And the lasting power, I'm sure. And the lasting right. powder because you have this tonka bean. But it has that sort of la- laundry skin sort of quality to it. Am I doing a good yeah, job? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, I described it well. Very nice. Um, And it costs a shitload. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but then get your Revlon eyeliner and all is well. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. 
instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.